0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jome.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 272 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as always. I'm Joe
0: from the Car Joe Mez podcast. Yes, you are. What's up, buddy? My man, we chilling. How was your Thanksgiving?
1: Um, it was good, not great, because we're like hosting because of Nana, so everyone comes over here. So I got to do a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. So sounds... it's not as
1: fun as just showing up and eating, because I mean, who doesn't just want to show up and eat, right? It's the best. That's all I'll do ever. So. Thanksgiving. It was nice. I enjoyed eating. I didn't enjoy cooking and running around, but you know. And the Detroit Lions. Oh, my God. I barely watched football because I was running around, but I mean, I didn't watch a second of that game. I popped in just to see the score, and I was like, oh, look at the Lions winning, and then they weren't winning, of course. And I watched uh, I watched a lot of the Dallas game because I was back and forth. Dallas couldn't stop anything, so it was entertaining to watch. There was a lot of offense, but uh, I didn't watch the night game at all. I kept forgetting that there's a third game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just know that Twitter was aghast with how terrible the Lions game was. I, as soon as I saw it was Lions and Bears, I
1: said, "Oh jeez, what a what a game we're getting for Thanksgiving." Cause who thought that? W- Why would that ever be a good game? It's not like this is the year. Well, it's here we go. I know
0: <laughs> it's it's just tradition, like going back. What is it? A hundred years at this point, probably. Who knows? Who gives a shit either? That the Lions and the Cowboys always play on Christmas and uh, Christmas, fucking Thanksgiving. I've, I've already skipped a month, Gomez. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel bad about it either. Time is going fast, baby. It's
1: December first. Oh my goodness.
0: And speaking of which, for the month of November, we've had a wonderful month of downloads. So everybody, thank you very much for listening in and subscribing and making sure all your family members got subscribed around the Thanksgiving dinner this year. We do appreciate that. Remember to follow us. All over the social media at Car Jomez. And you could also send us your tweets and thoughts and prayers and ideas there as well. Oh, my. How was your
1: Thanksgiving? I didn't ask you.
0: Uh, very low key. Good. Just uh, my parents and I, you know, so it was c- kind of quiet and you know, it was nice. And then I took a big nap.
1: <laughs> Those naps are always good, it's crucial to Thanksgiving.
0: Bro, I, I like completely passed out in the recliner. <laughs> Like, and the only reason I woke up is because uh, my mom's refrigerator has, like, the built-in ice machine. Oh, ice started dropping. The ice started dropping. It scared the living piss out of me. It's the worst. We have that, too. I don't know. And I woke up going, "What, what was that? What's going on here? Like, thinking I was getting shot at. I, and my mother's like, can you can you shut up please? Like you're, you're screaming. And I was like, oh, how long was I out? It felt like days. And she was like, forty five minutes. Oh man, okay, cat nap. Apparently, <laughs> ice I nap.
1: Oh man, all right. Did you do any uh, Black Friday shopping?
0: Not a single thing.
1: No, I thought about maybe getting a TV, but I was like, eh, you know, I could wait. No big deal. And none of the deals, I, mean, I felt no deals were like, whoa, I need to get this. It was all like, oh, $100 off, that's nice. I mean, $100 off yeah, is nice, not. but Black Friday, you like, oh,
0: 50%, here we come, like something crazy. You know what it is, is at this point, there's nothing that I'm ever, if there's something I want, I kind of just go buy it. I never sit there and go, oh, let me wait around now, or let me see if there's a sale. I just, I go when I buy it. So when Black Friday comes around, there's never really, for the past couple of years now, there's never really anything that I'm like, hmm, let me take a look for, insert name of product. <laughs> I get
1: it. No, I get it. I mean, it's got to be a big, big purchase for me to care about a discount. Like when a Hot Topic is doing, oh, buy two, get one free. It's like, oh, that's nice. But if, you know, if I just need a shirt, I'm going to buy a shirt. Again. Yeah, exactly
0: Gomez, we got some good feedback on last week's episode Ooh, I love feedback Our main man, Joey Hudson Hit me up, slid into my DMs And Joey's a good dude He's, he's our listener from Minnesota Oh, you know, yeah the, the one The one <laughs> And he said Do you want to know why the new Ghostbusters was dumb? Oh, here we go <laughs> And he wrote me, like, a thesis paper, but I just want to read this one part. <laughs> a thesis paper. <laughs> jo- Joey, Joey made a lot of good points, but this is my favorite. He goes, you're telling me that in a world where the Ghostbusters spent years busting ghosts and being interviewed by Larry King and making the Statue of Liberty walk that people somehow forgot they ever existed?
1: It's, it's really weird. Like,
0: it's crazy. And he said, also, if you couldn't pay your rent, but you just inherited a house full of Ghostbusters props, you wouldn't have any worries. This woman knows she's in a house full of Egon Spengler's real memorabilia and she at least isn't putting it on eBay? Apparently nobody
1: knows about the Ghostbusters at all. Nobody. It's been wiped clean. Maybe we missed that. Did we fall asleep? During the movie, and there's this part where, like... And we missed
0: e- the... E- where she's just sitting there and putting shit on eBay? No. I meant,
1: like, there's an evil ghost, and it made everyone forget about the Ghostbusters or some shit. Because... Oh, that may Because why else? Like you said, this would be taught in history class. Come on. Stop.
0: <laughs> like, it would... Like it, the anniversary would come up on the news every year. They'd be like, oh, it's the 35th anniversary <laughs> of when the Ghostbusters stopped the Stay Puff fucking Marshmallow Man from destroying New York City. I mean, pretty much
1: everything gets an anniversary nowadays. So, 100%, the Statue of Liberty <laughs> coming to life is something that would be talked about for generations.
0: Uh, Thank you Joey Hudson uh, You know what Joey Slide into my DMs with your address And I'll send you an 8x10 for that Because I enjoyed that
1: Hey hold on a minute Don't you think They would make movies About
0: the Ghostbusters Like Yeah We have probably. movies about everything that happens Of course, We have movies about 9-11 And we had movies about 9-11 In like By by about 9-12 we had them Yes
1: And there's like The two of them came out And they still be coming out So, like, that's a pretty horrific tragedy that we...
0: Could you imagine, (laughs) like, going on to Netflix in today's day and age, and it's like, true crime, the conspiracy behind the Marshmallow Man? 100%. You tell it. There would, uh, would definitely be some kind of documentary series about the conspiracy theorists behind how the Ghostbusters faked the Marshmallow Man invasion of Gozer and faked it all. It was all fake.
1: I don't want to say it, but I don't know. I think a certain Ghostbuster might have got me too would um, I don't want to say it, but, you know, our man, Professor, being a little inappropriate with some of his students, I think. Oh, baby. <laughs> So, trust me, the Ghostbusters would not have been
0: forgotten. And then they'd be like, you thought Egon Spengler was a nice science man, but then he left his daughter and ran away with his secretary.
1: That would be podcast alone. Where is Egon? Where
0: did he go? Come on. Yeah. Right? That w- You know what? Like, that's the movie I want to see now. <laughs> There you go. A documentary, a true
1: crime podcast coming along. Make me
0: like a This Is Spinal Tap for like where have the Ghostbusters gone. This is good. Uh, Mr. Reitman, uh,
1: I'll send you my address afterwards. Please get in my DMs and we'll talk. This is this a moneymaker right here. Oh uh, Ghostbusters. Joe, I did buy something on Black Friday, actually. Really? I bought something that a lot of people
0: bought. Hold on, hold on, hold on Uh, uh, Something on Black Friday Yeah A lot of people bought A lot of people bought A lot of people bought on Black Friday specifically Yes Was it The Souls of My Enemies? (laughs) I wish You could get that on sale any day, baby We could make that happen What
1: what did you get? Spider-Man tickets
0: Yes this has got to be one of the biggest purchases of all of Black Friday, right?
1: Yes. I mean, I can't remember anything I bought on Black Friday that was had uh, more significance because Spider-Man, baby. Woo! So exciting.
0: Mean, we were talking recently about how it feels like you don't see the videos of people trampling each other in the malls and the Walmarts and stuff anymore on Black Friday. But, I mean, this was as close to a trampling oh, yeah. as you could have just over the internet. If you right? were
1: on Twitter or social media, there was trampoline. There were... I've never seen a one-hour
0: wait list on, like, Fandango to get tickets. Could you imagine? People were reselling the tickets on eBay for, like, $1,000. It's crazy.
1: My... I live in the woods, and movies do sell out. It's not like, you know, but... This movie is sold out till Monday every showing, bro. It's
0: insane. See now, I don't really have to be in a rush to get tickets. I did jump on tickets just because I know I want to see it and I want to go at a certain time. Um, but like even so, when I, by the time I bought my tickets, which was way after the fact because I didn't even think that like, hey, I need to be online immediately to get them, yeah. to get them. I didn't think so either. Um, <laughs> When when I went to select my seat, there was only three other seats already sold. I love it. <laughs> that's a big
1: that's a big seller for your neck of
0: the woods. Well, actually where I live now is actually a very nice theater. Ooh, nice. I go to a Regal Theater now, which I'm not a big fan of. I used to love my AMC. I got my a- AMC gave good rewards. AMC is good. It was just but I, you know, it felt like
1: home. The AMC by me is whack. I live in the woods so these motherfuckers have like these they don't have recliner seats. They still got Oh,
0: they still have the stadium seating. They still
1: got those fucking thick-ass seats that fucking you sit all crazy. And so I try yeah, not yeah. to go there. And they also only because of the pandemic got reserved seating, bro. It was a free-for-all to go there. You just had to go and hope to get a seat, which is insane yeah, like, oh, to me.
0: The, the old school way. You had to be there like an hour in advance to make sure you got a decent seat because you didn't want to sit all the way at the front of the, at the, front of the room. Fuck that. Like the fat kid and head of the class. With that
1: being said, I had to get tickets to the AMC because by me, I go to a showcase, very nice theater, was all sold out even i was like all right i'll take my mom to see a friday morning no 11 o'clock showing not a seat to be had crazy so i got imax thursday afternoon at 3 30 so i got one of the first showings
0: i'm very excited i have um i believe it's thursday morning at like a ten thirty a.m showing beautiful god bless yeah the earlier the better for me always you know um that day The Matrix comes
1: out Joe are you planning on seeing that I believe it's an HBO Max movie
0: oh is it really yeah I believe so so here's the thing I've seen the trailer for it now a couple times I have not as I've gone to the movies recently I've avoided it because I heard
1: it's kind of weird I just I don't want to know anything
0: I don't feel like it's I mean there are certain things that it's just like it's dropping reminders of like hey he's this person's in it I've heard So is this person I've heard
1: things I'm not spoiling things Because it's what the movie's about And it's not a spoiler For the, what the fucking movie's about But like things about it being very meta And maybe He's Keanu Reeves in the movie Not Neo Like it's very weird uh, Stuff I'm hearing So I'm like I just wanna back away And
0: just Go in Not knowing too much You know So So I love the original Matrix. Yes. But the next two not so good, al. But Have you watched it recently? No, because the last movie especially like really turned I me off big hating time in it.
1: Like walking out the theater with anger like what the fuck happened?
0: Because I remember like seeing the second one and thinking that it was okay. Yes. But really it was the transition yes. to get you to the third you knew one. A so third if the third one was, one was good. Yeah. I would have appreciated the second one more just because it served its purpose. But when the third one dropped and it was just so atrocious, now I'm like, you know what? And now the second one sucked too, asshole. (laughs) It was for nothing.
1: (laughs) I get it. Uh, Do you want to do a rewatch for the show maybe? Watch one a week and then uh, check out the new one?
0: Oh, I'm guessing the they're all on HBO Max, I would think, right? I would assume so. I haven't checked. I just thought
1: of it, uh, but I would think so. If not, I'm sure it's somewhere. It's got to be somewhere leading up to That's Matrix. That's something
0: we can do. We, we can include it with our uh, Slang and Slang promotion that we got going on right now. So all you Passengers of the Car Jomez podcast, I hope you all caught up on your Jack Frost this week because we'll be talking about... Uh, keaton frost and killer frost today
1: yes both movies are available on streaming if you haven't checked it out uh jack frost the michael keaton one is on hbo max and the killer snowman one is on tubi tubi's your best friend make sure you have tubi folks tubi is terrific (laughs) really underrated it's the best especially we got some stuff coming up it's it's on tubi so we're gonna be using it it makes it easy because it's free you know, HBO Max, I get it. You don't got HBO Max. You got to pay for it. Tubi, no excuse, bro. Get on it. Joe, a few weeks ago, we were talking about my trip to Minnesota, and we were interrupted by a breaking news text that the New York Mets had lost Noah Syndergaard. He left us out, yeah. out of the blue. Yep. Very rude. But... Some balls on him. Some balls. But Joe, the heavens opened up this week and we got some fantastic Met news to talk about.
0: Yeah, maybe we didn't buy a lot on Black Friday, but the Met sure as hell did. Hell yeah, baby, the way we like it. Uh no, it's nice to be checkbook bullies for once. That's the yes it's a it's an odd feeling but it's a good feeling
1: no it's good because it's all these times that we could have spent money and maybe won something so let's spend it and see bro
0: let's go i mean this is the first time they've really gone out and bought like big time free agents since the 2004 offseason when they signed like pedro and carlos beltran at the same time and it was like me and you like nearly lost our minds and we're like we're gonna buy season tickets and Yet we were both broke. We could not do we it. Ne- we never did buy those seasons. But days. we went to a lot
1: of games. We did go to a lot of games. <laughs> we, we did go to a lot of games. But yes, I play. I was like, if the Mets sign Carlos Beltran. What And they signed both of these It was, what a day that was Oh, celebration
0: But yeah, it's, uh, Starling Marte, Mark Canna Eduardo Escobar And then the big ticket, Max Scherzer Yes, one of the Record-breaking contract, $43 million a year Gomez, what would you do with $43 million a year? Whew, that's a lot of
1: money Uh, I would be chilling, obviously I'm I'm very friendly. I would make sure all my friends were taken care of because forty million is quite a bit of money, and we could help some people out here. And then I would just vanish, and every once in a while I pop up on a Zoom call or something. Hey everybody, how you doing? Other than that,
0: you ain't seeing my ass nowhere. Goodbye. I was gonna say, um, I wouldn't even do the first half of what no, you said. No, I would on. just do the disappearing <laughs> stuff. On.
1: You gotta take care of your friends, bro. Come on. <laughs>
0: I don't know, who says who says I have
1: food? I didn't say but I didn't say like I'm giving uh millions of dollars I could give you a couple hundred that makes a big deal. pay some bills that's okay. Come on now
0: <laughs> 40 million is a lot bro and you know my lifestyle. I will need every penny. <laughs> I could live on 40 for quite a while. Do you know how many flamingo shirts <laughs> I will need to be a proper millionaire? And they're going to be the highest fabric counts you can think of, bro. Forget about yes, it. Yes, they, they, they're, they're going to be like, what do they call them, uh, Indian thread count? Yeah. Like bed sheets? It's like a fucking like... cloud, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, We got a pitcher who's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I mean, this guy is unbelievable what he's done, and... He... You know, he's a little older, so let's hope
0: he's still got in his tank, but he's the... A- I mean, of course, by by the time May comes around, his arm will have been amputated, so... But he don't care. I don't even know why we're getting excited now, it, but it's it's fun to be excited about stuff.
1: But the thing is with him is, he'll, he'll arm, his arm will fall off, he will pick up his arm and, and he, throw it. he'll learn to
0: pitch with the other one. Because he, yeah. he's, a,
1: he's a warrior, He we need that, we need that tough SOB, I love it, I'm a big fan of it, you know, like I said... I get worried about the money, not because I care about them them spending money and then saying, oh, well, we spent it there, so we're not going to spend any more or something like that. That's the only reason. I don't give a fuck if this guy 100 million. I don't give a shit. It ain't my checkbook. Yeah,
0: it's not my money, so I don't care. Uh, But baseball as a whole, not just to even focus on the Mets, baseball as a whole trying to get all these contracts in before they – get locked out. That's my next thing, yeah. Is there gonna all be... negotiations have to stop. I mean, everything has been fun. The Rangers went out and spent uh, over half a billion dollars. Uh Javi Baez just got some monster deal from the Tigers. I mean all the, the talk and the chatter and the trades. This has been a fun time. I wish baseball would threaten a lockout every year. But is there gonna be a season? Oh, there will be a season, but I mean, there there is going to be a lockout almost definitely. Okay, so definitely. by the time this episode drops, well, by the time this episode drops, we'll know for sure. Oh yeah, but um, okay. Oh yeah, I didn't know it was that so. Um, okay. Well, we're recording this on Wednesday this week. Yeah. So actually, today is the deadline. So they have this. Okay. All right, and. Uh, Who's playing
1: hardball here? Both ways. Who's who's the one? No, it's
0: always the owners. The owners are a bunch of scum sucking pigs. All right. In every business, I believe not it. Baseball, I believe it. And and don't listen to no fucking hacks like Buster Only, who are gonna try to both sides this shit. No, it's the fucking owners. It's always the owners. But Buster Only has to kiss some ass. That way he get, he could have his little uh, mid inning interview with some piece of shit. Like fuck you, Buster Only. You suck. You anti-labor hack
1: (laughs) Oh man, before we get into uh, the copious amounts of entertainment we watched this week We got any news, Joe?
0: Oh dude, there's so much going on Most of my news is toy news this week And I think you're going to be really excited Even though I know you don't collect I know you kind of will get the itch at times But you know yourself well enough have you been following all of the Ninja Turtles stuff coming out right now? Um, I know, so I know, first of
1: all, I just want to say I have a big finish for today that's about action figures, and I did not know you were going to be talking about toys, so I think it's funny. Uh, so I know there's a Ninja Turtle, like a universal monster thing coming out, or did come out, and a Ninja Turtle with mm-hmm. the Karate Kid. I saw is a two-pack, which is a very interesting yeah. two-pack. Other than yeah. that, I don't know. Is there something else?
0: But, okay, so Ooh. the real thing is that right now there are two companies making two different Ninja Turtles lines. One is by okay. NECA. Now, NECA makes some beautiful stuff, yes, and they what they're doing is cartoon-accurate TMNT Ooh, figures. You love it. And Super 7 is doing Ultimates. Of Basically the Playmates figures So how the original Playmates figures look They're doing ultimate versions of them So they're very distinctly different lines And it depends on which one you like better Do you have the nostalgia for the same kind of figures you played with as a kid And just want those in better form like Super 7s Or do you want the cartoon accurate ones that NECA is offering
1: I want both. I need both of them. I love them both. Well, that's apparently
0: <laughs> how a lot of people feel right now. <laughs> oh my! So goodness. Super Seven just uh, offered up for pre-order the Ninja Turtle Party Wagon. Oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> uh, it, it's massive in the same uh, scale as basically the Thundercats Thunder Tank that was on pre-order a few months ago that I bought, or I, I pre-ordered at least. Um. I want to say it was four hundred and fifty bucks after shipping. Oh Goddamn! Which is uh, what I paid for the Thunder Tank, but I get you know it. it's, all, it's, it's
1: big and it's sexy. But oh my! It's God. It's
0: big and it's limited, and you know it's it's not something that's being mass produced. So these things cost money.
1: I get it.
0: Uh, but Neca, people are starting to get their uh, pre-orders from the Comic Con exclusive of. Uh, Catwoman from Channel 6. Oh. So it was a four-pack of April O'Neil as the Catwoman and then Vernon, Burn, and Irma, all in packaging to resemble the Channel 6 newsroom. That's awesome. That's so cool. It's so cool, and I'm a Ninja Turtles fan, but I'm not, like, uh, so big into it where I feel like I have to collect it and I want everything. So it's it's easy for me to pass, but, like, something this cool looking and kind of niche like within the ninja turtle niche already like is like ooh, that one yeah i kind of want it but it's crazy i know better
1: that just to get the party wagon so expensive and then i gotta get all these figures i'm dropping a thousand dollars just it's great i can't i can't do it it's too much oh
0: thousand dollars is like nothing anymore when it comes to all
1: this stuff apparently that's it's crazy I didn't know you got to be rich to collect toys now.
0: It's wild. Uh, staying with NECA, mm. they just announced, Gomez, this one is for you. Oh, and I think, fuck, man, come on. You you're gonna going to have to buy it. It's Christmas time. I'll, come on. <laughs> 35th anniversary Robocop. Oh. Robocop with interchangeable head with the Peter Weller likeness. My God,
1: what are you doing? That sounds awesome.
0: Seven inch figure coming out in April, or it'll be shipped in April. But this thing looks amazing. I
1: could imagine. I've always, I have, I believe I have uh, some of their Freddies and Jasons. I do have some of their stuff back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can, and I can only imagine they've gotten even better with their likenesses. So oh, man.
0: I think you're going to need that RoboCop. It, <laughs> once again, it's another thing that I'm like, ooh, do I really? I might want this RoboCop.
1: How much is that one? Like a billion dollars? I don't
0: dollars? know yet. I, don't th- <laughs> I didn't see a price on this one yet. Well, what do those things usually go for? A hundred to what? No, I don't. not that expensive. I'm okay. thinking maybe like 60 bucks. All right,
1: that's reasonable. We could work with that.
0: Cause I know Super Seven for the Ultimates is charging now because of the raw material uh, shortages. Sure, they, yes. their Ultimates have gone up to like fifty-five.
1: But that's still, I get it. It's a very yeah. nice figure. You get getting. I get it. But oh, so my God. by the
0: uh by the time you hear this, I believe on Friday is the closing date for pre-orders with the Super Seven Ultimates, Silverhawks, and mm. GI Joe Wave Two. And you you now, you ordered those things. I ordered both of them. God bless. Yes. Love it. Yes. (laughs) Because I look at it like this. Oh. Like, Ninja Turtles has a massive, massive fan base. Of course. Masters of the Universe has a massive fan base. But stuff like Silverhawks and Thundercats, yes, they're popular in their own right, but not to the extent that some of these other lines are. So if... I want to continue to see stuff get produced for these properties that I love. I have no choice but to support it because if I'm not supporting it, who, who is? I get
1: that. I totally understand because, yes, I love Silver Hawks and Thunder Haw- Cats was great. But those things disappeared, and they don't get talked about. He-Man at least came back in the 2000s. Ninja Turtles have never left. There's, like, never been a period where there's not some form of Ninja Turtles on on TV or movies. So I get that because I love that they're buying these these things. Silverhawks is – that was my shit. And it's awesome. Silverhawks is
0: so good. Like, it really is. And to have brand-new figures in this quality, this scale – at this point with no like associated new show or anything like it's just all right well i gotta put my money where my mouth is i said i wanted Silverhawks, hawks so it, i have i have to support them
1: and let's say Silverhawks went crazy with the orders i mean they might bring the show back right you never know they'd be like oh look there's you, an well, interest you never in know. There. i
0: mean if something does well enough like why wouldn't you yeah, so please
1: buy them Silverhawks We get new
0: Silverhawk shows, please uh, With G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe's another one that has a massive following
1: Yes, And right always... now there are
0: so many different G.I. Joe lines And I was collecting the retro ones And I was buying certain of the uh, classified figures But now Super 7 is really giving me what I want Because what they're doing is cartoon accurate figures And that's what I want for my G.I. Joe figure. So I've basically checked out on the retros. I've checked out on the classifieds. And I am going all in on the ultimates now.
1: I do. I do love when it's cartoon specific. I love that because that's what we
0: love. Well, that's what what you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, like, for me, it's not like I. I know, like, Masters of the Universe figures were out before the cartoon, but I can't think of a time where I would have had the figures before seeing the cartoon. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, and it's same thing with GI Joe. The cartoon is what hooked me. So I want my figures to look like that.
1: I understand. Totally. You
0: know, so now I'm going to get my GI Joe's, uh, Thundercats. They just put wave five up for pre-order. So that's, uh, Bengali, Hammerhand, uh, the Mirror lion which was like a Bizarro lion from one episode, I which I'm not thing. really happy
1: about. Why? Because you feel it's a waste of a toy?
0: It, it's a waste this early in the line. Okay. Like, it's something you could have done at some point, but at this point where there's still so many characters that, like, actual new characters that need to come out, doing a repaint, I feel, is kind of cheap.
1: I get that, but I bet you there's people going to reply and go, bro, but that was a crazy episode. I can't believe, you know.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's people who are like, oh, that's really cool. But at the same time, it's like there are other people I want first is the thing. But the big one for me in this wave is Vulture Man. (laughs) Vulture Man. I love Vulture Man. So I'm super excited to have a Vulture Man now because when they were, when Funko was doing the Savage World figures, so it was like the figures that looked like the He Man scale. Mm-hmm. They had those like short, squatty, thick, muscly bodies. Short, squatty. Um, bodies. <laughs> we <laughs> only got two waves of Thundercats, and I was hoping it would last a little bit longer. It didn't, but we didn't get a Vulture Man. So now I finally get a Vulture Man figure. I'm excited. And you get a sexy one. So there you go. Yeah, and, and a great Vulture Man figure <laughs> yeah, at that, which be I'm sure. Awesome.
1: Get that! All right, my goodness Trying to get me to spend money when it's Christmas time Unbelievable, bro You know, it's
0: <laughs> Don't get me wrong It's not like I planned on getting into all this stuff on my own know, But it, it just it's, happens Like it just happens And the really with the Ultimates It was uh, Brian Myers had seen them uh, Wave one of the Thundercats in a store And he's like, dude, don't you love Thundercats? I'm like, yeah And he's like, I saw these in person Like they're great And then I finally <laughs> saw one and I was like, all right, I bought the Mumra. And then when I had it in hand, I'm like, yo, this is really, really cool. And then I went and bought the Wave. And then Wave 2, 3, and 4 came out for pre-order. And I'm like, all right, like right, let's go. And then... Now it's the same style figures doing Super Hawks and uh, Silver Hawks and GI Joe, and I'm like, okay, well now, like, how do I say no? I know the figures are gonna look great, you know what I mean?
1: Damn that that Brian Myers, bro! Unbelievable! He's the worst
0: friend I've ever had.
1: Unbelievable, this guy, the worst influence. Look what he did to you! <laughs> oh my, that's why you can't scratch that itch, bro. Your, no. your parents oh, so always terrible. told you do not scratch it. Did they not? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. yeah. So that so that's my news. Go get your uh, go get your Super Seven party wagons. Go get your Super Seven Ultimates before it's too late. But in case you miss out on the direct pre order from Super Seven, and I don't get paid from Super Seven, but uh, you can always get these figures on your toy websites like Big Bad Toy Store, or Entertainment Earth. And they won't charge you until the item ships, unlike Super 7, which will take your money right now.
1: I usually use Entertainment Earth. I always use them. And, yes, it's very helpful. Like, oh, I can still get this because I ain't got no money this week. It's perfect.
0: Well, that was the thing. I, I spent uh, a lot of money recently, so I wasn't really looking to spend another 500 bucks right now between Silverhawks and G.I. Joe. Yeah. So I was just like, Oh okay, like what do we do here? Oh, I'll order it from Big Bad Toy Store and then put it in my pile of loot, wait for everything to come in and then pay only four dollars flat rate for shipping. Oh,
1: even better. Look at that. You 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 got the system down, baby. You
0: got it. <laughs> I love Big Bad Toy Store. I buy all my shit from there now. Excellent.
1: Well, Joe, if you're done with news, I think uh the the fans of this show, the passengers are just Sitting here with bated breath, Joe, I mean, you need to talk about something, Joseph. What is it? There was a show
0: that came out on Netflix last week. You're right, Hawkeye. <laughs> That's Disney, silly. <laughs> oh, I thought they just owned everything.
1: Pretty much. Come on, Joe, we need some He-Man talk. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe Revelations. That's the title, right? Gomez.
0: Yes? Hit my He-Man music.
1: Oh well, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna hit something. For the honor of love. By the power of
0: I have the power. I have the power.
1: Joseph, the second part, came out this week. Another five episodes drop. Concluding the story That should have dropped All at once
0: Especially after seeing this Don't you feel like Wow they
1: really fucked up I watched All of it together I said let me rewatch The first five Because I know It's gonna be Boom Picking up And it did It's basically picking up Right where it left off Here we go 100% yeah Like the episode One after another Should have been there So yes I agree All ten should have been dropped And I think Conversations for this Would have been a lot different But what do I know you know He-Man. Why don't you tell me what you thought, baby?
0: I was very happy with it. I'd i love to I've hear that. I've seen some complaints. Okay. Uh, for people that wanted more characters. and I get it. Story's not I, and, over. And I get it to an extent. I, I kind of got like a very big um, endgame vibe with 100%, it. 100%. At, yes. At the end. Yes, it is. But I thought they tol- told the story very well. Yeah. I thought they showed a lot of respect toward the original. They didn't really trample on anything that's been laid out in the mythos. The plan all along was for Tila to eventually become the sorceress. That's just part of the litany of Masters of the Universe. Yes, and this is the story. And then her and He-Man eventually get married. They have a son named Dare. That That's all stuff that has been established for years, so... Even if you know where this is going, I found it very interesting in the route they took to get there, especially with having Evil Inn finally usurp Skeletor I... when it's been teased for throughout all the iterations of Masters of the Universe. That's always been a thing where Evil Inn is always kind of operating in the shadows, waiting for her opportunity to usurp Skeletor.
1: I love that. Like, this is... Uh... Something that you know was going to happen. Like, I don't know that, obviously, because I'm not a He-Man person. I didn't know she was going to become this uh, Sorceress Supreme. But I like that. So you get to see that story of that unfolding. I think that's cool as a He-Man fan. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed the first part. I had said I liked uh, the story they were going towards. And I thought they brought it home. I really enjoyed this. I thought uh, the story was great. I did. Hope I, I understand people going to be complaining But I would hope after people saw this second part That they really enjoyed it Because they laid the groundwork To something that I thought was very cool There was a lot of cool things happening in these episodes Are we going to get into specifics here, Joe? Are we uh, getting all up in there?
0: I mean, I don't want to get too in-depth Because I am planning on doing a, We're going to make it a little bonus episode With okay. a friend of mine to uh come on and and chat up we'll go really nerdy in depth with the masters of the universe series but i mean from what i have seen online as opposed to the first time around with part one where i felt like it was predominantly bitching and moaning over the fact that oh it's this is a teela show not a he-man show and Which I think was really due to the fact that they shouldn't have just released that one part. But I feel like the reception this time around has been a lot more positive. People got to see the conclusion to the story. People got to see, you know, the loose ends get tied together. People got to see certain characters, certain developments. We got to hear Alicia Silverstone say, as if...
1: (laughs) Uh, someone asked you about two things specifically. Then, um, did you like this uh, primal He Man that just you know is is just running around being so crazy? the Savage He Man, Savage He Man,
0: yeah. So the Savage He Man is actually a callback to the original mini comics that came okay. packaged with the figures. That was kind of how He Man was, really, so like, it's like the in Hulk. his normal state. So there was no Prince Adam in the mini-comics. There was just the savage He-Man who was known as Ular. And he doesn't become He-Man and have extra powers until he meets the goddess who gives him the He-Man armor and stuff. And that kind of, like, levels him up. And that's how he's He-Man. But he was still, like, this brawlic looking dude. Like, he never, like, goes down to Prince Adam, the Bruce Banner from the Hulk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, so that I a, really enjoyed that was a nice was, little throw in there, I and thought I thought it, cool. I thought it was, I thought it was too, with the fact that he doesn't have the sword to kind of control yeah, the. Yeah, they just
1: running around crazy. I, lo- I was like, "This is awesome! I love this crazy ass He Man just fucking shit up." And he
0: killed like some animal. He's just like ripping it off yeah. with his teeth, and yeah. like the blood is dripping down. Awesome. I'm like holy smokes! I like I they it was really, great. <laughs> they really went in on this one.
1: So I love that, and then. How do you feel And overall What uh With the evil Teela And like uh Her becoming her Getting the sword And uh Using the power And stuff like that Evil Lin Evil Lin I'm sorry Yes
0: Yeah I thought it was great Because in Like I said In she's all the iterations doing that Evil Lin has always Had this thing where She's always waiting For her opportunity To take the kind of Control from Skeletor and early on in this series, in this part, when they start part two, she becomes almost subservient to Skeletor, which seemed yeah. very out of character. But like there, she was just waiting for her spot, and takes the opportunity becomes the Dark Lyn, where yeah, she combines the power of both the sorceress and the champion in, yeah. into one, and she's almost unbeatable. Got that. I, I thought it was really good. And awesome. what I think, um, I think you'd have to be like a real He-Man nerd to pick up on some of this stuff, but there were a lot of um, callbacks in this movie and uh, fan service. Last week, we spoke about fan service, and this is what I think was fan service done correctly. Yes, little things. Little things that make you appreciate. Yes. Not just, okay, now it's time to give you... (laughs) Where basically you call a 20-second timeout on the floor. (laughs) Jeff Van Gundy starts grabbing onto the leg of the fans to keep (laughs) them from walking away. And then you bring out all the living Ghostbusters and draw a picture of the dead ones. That's bad fan service. Good fan service is stuff like this where I know where the story is going because I know Teela has to fulfill her destiny as the new sorceress. Yeah, I don't. But then I'm still... Happy with the way you got there You didn't You didn't just stop everything Just to be like Alright and here's your nostalgia yes. But in the process When they're doing the whole thing uh, Where they have to like break into Grayskull Tila and Andra are going through The bowels of Castle Grayskull And they have like their run in With uh, Blade And Pig Boy Who were characters From the 1987 live action movie That's great so there was like a lot of that stuff where I'm like, oh, this is awesome because it's this. This was fan service done correctly, where it's not affecting someone like you who doesn't necessarily get yeah, it. Exactly. But but if you do and you're in the know, it gives you something else to appreciate. And that is how you are supposed to do fan service when you are picking up an existing property. You don't just regurgitate. What already exists? If all I wanted, what was? If all I wanted was what already existed, I would just watch the original. Yes, that, that warm I'm feeling I'm looking you for get. something new. <laughs> watch it Yeah, again. I I want something new. I don't want it to insult what I grew up knowing and loving. But we're we're but, in the minority. That a lot of people
1: don't want new. They want, you know, they listen to the same five albums. They do that. You know, people don't.
0: Don't do that. They watch you know, and I do that with a lot of things too because there's a comfort in sure. that, right? But some people, you know, cannot I, I talk about it. There. there are certain TV shows that I consistently go back to that I put on when I go to sleep because they're comfortable. I I know the jokes. I don't have to pay such close attention to find something new because I want to just relax and yeah, veg out. There's always, and that. that's why I watch Community or something for the eleven thousandth time. But at the same time, with something like this, you're giving me – yeah, you're giving me what I love, but you're giving me a new version of it. I don't need it to be exactly what it was. Go out. Take some chances. And I was very happy with the way this got wrapped up. Uh, One of the things people were saying to me, um, I believe it was John Delena who had hit me up, and he's a listener of the show. Thank you, John. Uh, but he, you know, was kind of comparing it to Ghostbusters, and he's like, "Oh, that third act, uh, just became fan service." And I didn't really see it that way. Number one, you're talking about the difference from a series to a movie, which is a completely different storytelling device to begin with. Um, but then I didn't feel like they overdid it with the fan service. But it's why? Not because like they people just... showed up, but it's
1: a big battle. These people live here. I mean, of course, you're going to see some it's of these people. It's a ba- big battle.
0: I think. One of the other things uh, people were saying to me was that they were waiting for more people to show up. Like, if it was the be-all, end-all battle, where were the, you know, these other five heroes and villains, you know, mm-hmm. who should have been there if this was the battle for, you know, the prosperity of the planet. Which I can, that part I can kind of understand. But the, but story's at the same not time done. With, Well, that's it. But at the, not even that, but I... It didn't feel like to me we needed to shoehorn everybody in just for the sake of it. Well, that's also the problem with Marvel movies is everyone's like, "Well, how come
1: the Avengers aren't here?" Like, it's like, "Well, Spider Man's fighting all these people. Shouldn't the Avengers be there to help him?" And it's like, "No, we can't have the the Avengers. Are also you're supposed to be thinking that they're doing other things at the time?"
0: So, well, that's like with the uh, since the Defenders also exist technically in the (laughs) MCU, like. (laughs) Uh, what? They're not allowed out of Hell's Kitchen? Like, <laughs> they have, like, the ankle bracelets on that j- give them an electro shock when Daredevil tries to walk across, you know, 10th Avenue or something? <laughs> That's
1: it. Er, er. <laughs> Please get back. House arrest anklet. Uh, so I have to say, were you saying that, uh, every, not everyone, but, you know, if you're a He Man fan, you know that, uh, Teela is supposed to become the sorceress that makes me more angry at the reaction to the first half acting as if this person isn't a major character to the He-Man mythos and that we shouldn't spend any time with her at all is just ridiculous
0: 100% and that's what I said the first time around like they open up basically part one as a what if what if He-Man and Skeletor no longer existed yeah Uh, So what would these characters do? And in all honesty, Teela has always been... She's the captain of the Royal Guard. She's a very close relationship with He-Man. Both as He-Man from fighting in battle... And as Prince Adam from growing up together. So if there's anyone who would be the next in line... To take that hero's journey... It would be Teela. So the complaint that... Oh, I didn't sign up for a Teela show... Never made sense to me, especially because, you know, like they didn't just kill. He- like, it's not like He-Man's never coming back. just the silliness if you thought that. So, like, wait for the story to play out. Once it plays out, if you still hate it, fine. But I think with the way it played out, they gave you kind of everything you could have wanted. I mean, I'm not going to say sit here and say it's perfect. There are little things I had uh, issues with. I mean, in the part one, I complained up and down about the voice acting. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. And here, for whatever reason in part two, the voice acting did not bother me as much. And I don't know if that's because they went and remastered certain audio tracks or whatever. But I found it to go much, much better. Good. I'm glad to hear that.
1: Look at that. Okay. So now... Like I say, you don't want to get too into it because you're uh, planning on doing something. Um, do you want me to hit some? I mean, if you
0: got questions, no, no. feel free to ask.
1: I, I, Those are the two main things I wanted to hear what people talking about. There's things, you know, uh, do you want to talk about the ending specifically? Like I, I did enjoy how they left off uh, to lead into a season two because that part of part one I did enjoy because it was the, you know, what would happen to these bad guys once Skeletor is gone? And so, yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, Do you know what that end signifies? I don't know. I just know that the motherboard. Okay, so the symbol
0: that comes up at the end? Yes. After they have injected Skeletor with the motherboard? Yeah, what does that mean? That is the symbol of the Horde. Oh, okay. So is that you you excited for that? uh, Yes, very much so. That was like a big pop. Okay, good. Love it. Because, so that's Hordak. Okay, I know that guy. He he was he was originally created to be a bad guy in the Masters of the Universe but ended up becoming the big bad in the She-Ra series. Okay. So there are a lot of thoughts and wonders if that Ooh. means She-Ra could be a part of this universe going forward too, which would be cool.
1: That's interesting, very cool. All right. I love it. All right. So that's those are the main things that I wanted to hear about.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I really, and I stand by what I said The after part one, the biggest mistake with this series was the fact that only five episodes got released the first time around. Yep, I agree. Because hey, the people who are casual viewers who remembered it from when they were a kid or whatever the case may be and turned it on thinking, oh, we're going to see a cool new He-Man show, didn't get He-Man at all, didn't get Skeletor, and then had to wait a couple months For the thrilling conclusion to the story.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shit, bro. A lot of shit happens. A lot of cool stuff. And uh, I hope they came back to see it. Because I think they would be like, oh, man, that was really cool. That was good.
0: I was really happy with it. And if if I'm giving it a grade, I'm giving it four stars. A quadruple main man. Me too. I would definitely.
1: 100%. I can't wait for season two. I hope they make a season two. When they do, I'll be
0: more than happy to watch it with you and talk about it. I can't wait. And also, what this made me wish for was I wish Netflix would copy Disney Plus and release these episodes weekly as opposed to in binge format.
1: So there was news this week. It doesn't really uh, go with our show, but uh, Amazon, uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you've heard of that show perhaps show? Yes Okay, yes. so that's coming back in like April, February, some bullshit And Amazon has been known to drop shows all at once They've announced that they're going to drop two every Friday for four or five weeks So they're also kind of getting rid of that binge model So, I mean, I don't know if Netflix will ever do it But other other services are kind of jumping aboard the... Uh, hey, let's have people talk about our shit for five, six weeks instead of uh,
0: one weekend. I I think it's great, especially with a show like this where the business model is to get people hyped about it so they can go out and buy toys and merchandise. Wouldn't you want that in the public consciousness a lot longer than just one weekend? Bro, that episode ends where Savage He-Man comes out.
1: The Internet's going to be going bananas. Oh, my God. And you get a whole week of what's he
0: going to do, blah, blah, blah. It's just, I don't See, know. And and the thing was, like, that was spoiled because of an action figure reveal. I'm sure. Was the Which, evil like,
1: Lynn also spoiled? Like, did they show her in that design? No, uh, no. Okay, I thought she looked great. I thought that was cool what they did with I her. I
0: thought she looked great. She was brawling. Yeah, she the short white hair. Yeah, I loved it. And, like... Uh, Lena Headey voiced her I thought absolutely Queen Cersei She knows
1: She knows what's up That's our queen bro Alright so there you go I love it I'm very happy
0: to hear So yeah uh, I'm happy you liked it As someone who Didn't grow up Really as a He-Man fan You were kind of A couple years too late Yeah It was always around I had a figure or two To play with my wrestlers But it wasn't like
1: It was something I ever kid about other than that but psh, i'm a fan bro sign me up for season two let's go
0: yeah and i've like i said i'm all in on the action figures i have everything pre-ordered uh wave two of the Reve- uh, revelation masterverse figures is on its way to me as we speak and some of the reveals that i got to see at PowerCon, the triclops and Trapjaw with their motherboard robes Uh, Look phenomenal The uh, King Grayskull figure That'll be coming out Looks awesome So I'm really excited To get my hands On a couple of those And uh Listen It's cool to be The age I am now And still be able To enjoy the things That I loved As a three year old Love it Hey I mean Why not Living the dream What more could I
1: ask for Living the dream bro (laughs) You just need to get someone to make you uh, dinosaur chicken nuggets every once in a while and you'd be set.
0: Oh, my God. That (laughs) would be great.
1: So, we mentioned Disney+. Plus. Uh, They dropped a new show this week, Joe. Hawkeye. Ooh, our favorite Avenger. (laughs) I was about to say, like, did
0: you ever sit there and go, you know what I could really use? A show about Hawkeye.
1: So, normally I'll say no. But this show is... Is heavily influenced by a very popular Hawkeye comic run by Matt Fraction. Um, It's something that you hear people say all the time, you gotta read this Hawkeye comic, and you're like, really, I gotta read a Hawkeye comic? And then you eventually read it, and you go, yo, this Hawkeye comic's fucking legit, it's really great. And so, while the show is not a shot-for-shot remake or anything, the aesthetic, the style, and, you know, bits and pieces of the story are present there. Obviously, we're not done with the story, so I don't know where it's going, but there's bits and pieces that are changed but still involved. So when they announced that it was going to do this, I actually was excited for Hawkeye because I'm like, oh, if they're doing this version of Hawkeye, this is going to be great.
0: See, that's very cool because as someone... I read some comics here and there but I'm not as deep into the world like you and some other people are. So I mean listen, I was going to watch this show regardless. Of course, it's a Marvel you know, we, thing. We watch all the Marvel stuff. In Marvel we trust. And Marvels earned <laughs> yes. enough goodwill over the past decade plus 100%. where I'm like, listen, you you put it out, I'm going to go watch I'll it, give all it right? It, yes. Like we made a deal. We
1: ran to see Eternals, um, did we not? <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: You always us one Marvel um, <laughs> So what you think of Hawkeye Since you had no You know this is just like Hawkeye show I'm gonna watch it cause of course But yeah you don't give a shit about this guy
0: No I don't uh, l- Low expectations but I found myself interested I-, I don't think that I loved it After the sure, first two episodes But I liked it enough to where I'm like Oh, this is a, a neat little news story. I'm like I, I same thing with him. He- I'm happy for something that gives me something new and keeps my interest. Hundred percent. That's all you ask and for. Be I'm entertained. Watching, I'm watching the girl from Bumblebee pick up a ninja suit. She's the best. And and I'm like, oh, okay. Like I do I have no idea who the character Kate Bishop is in the larger scope of things. But okay, we got like this cool. Murder mystery going on And now mm-hmm. there's a whole thing with this suit And a bunch of people who wear tracksuits Are pissed off the and best, they don't bro. really understand why the
1: Bro the best bro The fact that they brought the tracksuit mafia Is just the best They just say bro every other word They don't say bro as much on the show But in the comics they just bro it up And it's the best bro Why you do that bro Oh, I love it so good So the it was two episodes that dropped The Second episode ended with, like, a big reveal, but, I mean, you don't know who the fuck this person is or what it means, but that's Echo, the person who was getting their own show that you announced to me when uh, they did Disney Plus Day. Oh, I see. I thought Echo was the dolphin on the Sega Genesis. I mean, it is, and goddamn, what a game that was. Did you ever play more than two levels of that fucking game?
0: Because... No, I... So Echo the dolphin is actually very comparable to me as Top Gun on the NES. It was so fucking Where pl- I'd play like one level and I could never really finish it. To, like to finish the one level would be like like the highlight of my life. And I would just get so eternally frustrated that I'd just be like, oh, fuck this and slam the controller and shut it off and swear I'd never play it again. But I mean, that I feel like that's most games that came out.
1: For our age group Because I mean that Ninja Turtle game The fucking bombs In the water Oh I fucking dreaded that Oh when you're going Up and down Out (laughs) of the sewers The original Ninja 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 Turtle uh, Nintendo game Yes You're going in the sewer And you gotta defuse the bombs Oh my god Fuck that game bro (laughs) My goodness But yeah Hawkeye Uh, It's great so far I enjoy the banter Like I say It's It's Taking pieces from it It's influenced by the comics And Uh definitely interested like it's like oh this is coming out this week oh yeah i want to first thing wednesday morning on a normal wednesday morning oh we got to watch hawkeye before we do anything so i'm into it
0: yeah i'm like i said i'm interested to keep going um and it's not like my interest was ever up in the air like it, it's not like it started out slow or anything to the point where i was like oh i don't really know about this no i was like i was into it i was interested uh basically from jump street so So far, so good with me. I'll keep watching. I think there's six episodes, so there's only, you know, four
1: weeks left uh, comes out now, so there's only three more episodes after the one from this week, so yeah, uh, it's going to be quick, so that that, that makes it fun, like it's a quick, nice little story, we're not going to have too much downtime, so.
0: So my question is this, and this really goes for all Marvel shows, not just Hawkeye, but Outside of what if, which theoretically can go on forever because all you have to do is come up with a new question about literally anything in, that could possibly ever happen. But are there any plans for any of these shows to just exist like as a normal TV show and not just some kind of bridge to something more like it like. Do you think there's a plan where anything can happen like like seven seasons of Loki or seven seasons and a movie of WandaVision? Definitely not. Or is it simply, the, do these things simply exist to get you to the next point in the MCU?
1: Basically, that's what it feels like. The fact that they announced the Loki season two, I was surprised by that. I figured that was just setting up and then we'll pick it up uh, in the movies or something, you know? So a second season of Loki is already... Uh, like surprising. Um, something mm-hmm. like this, I feel maybe they could do something with Kate Bishop, but I feel this is just basically to introduce Kate Bishop because she's basically the new Hawkeye. She's a Hawkeye in the comics. Yeah, she so, becomes Hawkeye, right? So, you know, Jeremy Renner is not going to be around. And there also seems they're pretty much setting up the young Avengers, you know, so they have these people for the next 10, 15 years. Doing the Mm -hmm. Young Avengers Which is a thing They're called the Young Avengers So she's gonna be in there This is where Miss Marvel She's getting a TV show I feel like that's basically Just to set her up Because then she's gonna be In the Captain Marvel movie So I Pretty much all these seasons I feel are gonna be one season But then they do say Low key season two I think Captain Winter Soldier Season two perhaps But again I don't know We definitely ain't getting Four or five seasons No You get one or two Just to bridge to the next movie 100%. Yeah,
0: that's uh, and on one hand like I get it, but on the other hand it's like kind of disappointing because like WandaVision I really enjoyed and I would love to see a couple seasons of a WandaVision if it took place as an episodic television show for a few years. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree.
1: I would enjoy a Marvel show, you know, like Agents of Shield, the idea of Agents of Shield but done better because I tried to watch that when I did my MCU in chronological order So I would watch a movie Then watch like uh, 10 episodes of SHIELD Then watch another movie Then watch 10 episodes Like shit like that And by the middle of the third episode, uh, third season, maybe the fourth season, I was just like, I don't care enough. Let's just watch the movies. (laughs) That's kind of where I want to say I got through three seasons. Like, it did get better, but not enough. It did get better, but not enough.
0: Not enough to the point where I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. Like, when it was over, I never got the feeling like, oh, my God, I got to go back and catch up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah, no. We just figured it'd be a fun thing to do, but after a while, it was like, eh, it's like a drag, like, because, you know, Ant-Man's next, and you're like, I just want to watch fucking Ant-Man right now. Like, what are we doing? Like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. that. Uh, did you watch anything else, Joe, before we get into our main attraction here?
0: I really didn't. You know, with the holidays and traveling this week, I was pretty busy, and it, honestly, it was tough to just fit everything in that we were supposed to watch.
1: I watched two other things real fast I'm going to bring up. I watched two episodes of season two of Saved by the Bell Reboot. Uh, It was wonderful. I heard it's terrible. As I've said, I love it. I know you don't like the show, but I enjoy the show. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the witty, fast humor. Little Zach Morris, whatever the fuck his name is. I forget his name, but the son is. I believe
0: it is Little little Zach Morris. (laughs) I think he's fantastic. I love him. LZM (laughs) is what they call him. (laughs) Oh,
1: I love LZM. I think he's great. Um. So we watched two episodes That it all dropped
0: I believe all at once But uh, you know We'll take our time with that And Did you see I So I know uh, Mario Lopez As AC Slater Drops a Heath Slater Reference in there
1: Oh I have to see The first episode Ended It was nice They did a screech tribute They had everybody oh, Sitting okay. at the max Even the fucking robot Came out bro Cause robots fucking no, rule No Kevin Kevin came out Yes To bring out some kind of spaghetti sandwich. I don't know. I don't remember. And uh, they all reminisced about Sutton Screech did, and then showed a little thing at the end. It was very nice because I, you know, I do forget that this guy died. And so
0: yeah, it's, it's probably about a year ago now. At right? least,
1: yeah, definitely. And the other thing I watched, I watched one episode of Tiger King season two, Joseph.
0: See, this has been on my list now to check out because of. What has been said Like and people think We're bad Podcast hosts For not jumping on this
1: (laughs) I don't care I'm watching what I want to I'm not gonna force myself To watch this
0: But I That's the thing I I wasn't able to Shoehorn it in This week Because listen What'd you think If we watch something We don't care
1: about You're gonna get A two minute conversation Of it was okay It was alright Like like
0: And more than anything Like the older you get And I think this Probably goes for most people the older you get, the more you realize that most things are just okay. Most things are okay. Most movies, if you're
1: rating movies on Letterboxd, most movies should be in between two and three. Because that's what they are. Most movies are okay. Yeah, it was all right. Had some good you parts. Know, and
0: that probably that probably hurts us because neither one of us, at least I don't think we are, I don't think of us as like hot take artists.
1: Yes, that is. I have so, no hot takes, bro. <laughs>
0: Even when I have very strong feel like something like Ghostbusters, for instance, and I'm going off on a rant about how much I hate it, I'm not doing it just to stir shit. Like I really I, I'm not. Like and I understand a lot of people liked it, loved it, cried at it. That's and I, I think you're Good all morons. You. But that's fine. I don't care. I still think you're I still think you're morons. Sure. But you But enjoy. that's fine. The world needs morons. Yes. The
1: world accepts all. Because we, li- <laughs> we live in the world where everything is the best or the worst. Brother, everything is just okay. Once you yeah, realize the, the, that, the life will be much better. The
0: majority of stuff is just okay. But, like, I'm not shitting on Ghostbusters just to try no. to get a reaction. Like, I'm shitting on it because I genuinely hate it.
1: Yes. So, if we're going to watch something we don't care about, it's going to be like, whatever. Like, this Tiger King episode, it was whatever. This first episode was about... Like the popularity of the show and stuff like that, and trying to get this guy pardoned from President Trump, you know. And uh, looking at the episode list, I think it's five or six episodes total. The next couple episodes seem to be more about um, Carol Baskins,
0: that bitch Carol Baskins. Yes, Carol
1: Baskins, and like the uh, the murder of her husband, like the. The kids come out and, like, like trying to investigate that. So it seems like that's what season two is about. I don't know. I might watch another episode to see how that is. But I don't care enough to keep going. Like I said, we've got four other things. I got to watch Chucky. Season finale of Chucky is 90 minutes. I didn't get to watch that. Like, we got things to do, bro. Come on.
0: I mean, and that's in addition to just... Weird stuff that you and I are watching, like slaying and slaying. Oh my goodness, I think it's about time.
1: And I, I, I gotta hit a button here, Joe. We got a button for this.
0: I can't wait. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Welcome, boys and girls, to the five weeks of slaying Oh,
1: ho, ho. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, folks. Oh man, that's good. I can't. I'm excited now. Week one of Slaying and Slaying. This is where we watch a double feature of festive movies a nice one and a not so nice one. <laughs> and we link them together with a similar theme this week, Joe. It was a nice and easy one snowmen that come to life.
0: Jack Frost. And Jack Frost. You got Jack Frost '97, a horror movie, yes. and Jack Frost '98, what I also think is a horror movie. It's pretty, it's and pretty I believe. It's pretty horrific. <laughs> uh, I believe I was bamboozled here because <laughs> I was told I was getting a nice, easy family movie, and I don't really think that's the movie you had me watch.
1: Oh my God. So. I'm trying to think. I may have seen Jack Frost many, uh, the Michael Keaton Jack Frost, many, many years ago. But upon this rewatch, I was like, man, this is some fucking movie. I got to tell you.
0: (laughs) So I've never seen either one of these. The horror version was released a year earlier. Yes, it was. But let me me read a description of both for you, and you be the judge as to what kind of movies they are. Love it. Here we go. Okay, and you try to guess (laughs) which movie is which. After an accident that leaves a person dead in genetic material, the person returns as a murderous snowman to exact revenge on the man who sent him to be executed. Oh, man. Okay. Now, combat that with a father who just can't keep his promises dies in a car accident, and returns a year later as a villainous snowman who will do whatever it takes to make right with the son that he lost. That does sound...
1: Now, if you took out the genetic waste from the, the description... The genetic waste is the giveaway. Is the only giveaway because <laughs> both sound like it could be a horror movie, 100%, Joe. I apologize. This was not my intention to bamboozle you at all.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, Michael Keaton plays Jack Frost in the quote-unquote family one And going forward, I will refer to the Jacks as uh, Killer Frost or Killer Jack and Keaton Jack
1: Sure, that works perfectly
0: so, You know, that way we, we try not to confuse Because I don't want to split up the movies I feel like they have a lot of comparables here, Gomez
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, Right off
1: the bat, I have to say I haven't watched Jack Frost, the killer Jack Frost, in many years And I have to say, I was surprised by how much of a movie it was Like, we watch things like Killing* and shit like that Where it's just very silly This was actually kind of like, like, oh look, this is a movie And here's a killer snowman that's gonna kill you Oh, what a movie. A
0: snowman that never moves throughout the entire movie, mind you. Well, because he's a snowman. Like, how can he move, bro? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just its so cheap that the snowman puppet or whatever it is that they use is incapable of any motion. No. So anytime the snowman is involved in anything, its they do, like, super close-ups to give you the illusion yes. of him killing something or moving except for one scene where he steals a cop car and is able to turn his head to, like, break the fourth wall and just look at the camera. Love it. <laughs>
1: now, the, Michael, uh, the Keaton Frost... Um, As as you're watching this This is the problem with family movies You're watching it, you know, they're setting up a family And then you just know that this guy has to die in a horrific way, of course Because he has to die and come back as a snowman So right away, it's a very like Oh man, I was like, this is nice But when are we going to get hit with this tragedy? It kind of throws you off when you're trying to watch a nice family movie
0: (laughs) I mean... It definitely does, but I, he's not really a good guy to begin with. No. He gives the impression that he's like this good husband and doting father, but he's never there for either his wife or son. And the wife is like, listen, man, I know that I signed up for this, but he didn't. You need to be at his hockey game. And he's like, yo, I am Jack Frost. I am the lead singer of the Jack Frost Band. Which plays, how dare you,
1: music, right, which plays Christmas music, right? Which
0: plays <laughs> Christmas music in local bars and is going to possibly get a record contract Pos- on fucking Christmas Day. Because the record executive can't wait till fucking next Monday to fucking check out this band. He needs them to perform on Christmas fucking day. It's the truth.
1: It's the truth. It, 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 I do love that they realize, what are we doing? It's fucking Christmas. Fuck this guy. And this guy was ready to run down the mountain back to his family, apparently. Fucking Keaton's a lunatic in this movie, bro. He is just going for so, it.
0: Now, do you notice that the when he becomes the snowman, it doesn't really look all that good? Because the, the snowman, like, Muppet-looking thing doll, uh, whatever, animatronic snowman. It's a very this.
1: creepy snowman. It's not a good looking snowman. It's, m-
0: it's made by the Jim Henson Company.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And the problem with this is there was another actor that was originally attached to this, so when they were making the snowman... Oh, it looks like
1: that they, person?
0: Yes. Oh. And when I say it, you will 100% know it right oh, away. Oh, here we go. George Fox.
1: Fucking Clooney! Wow, that's funny. Yeah, I can. See. <laughs> what so a they, movie! The Snowman's
0: face and reactions was built to kind of mirror George Clooney's face, but he had to pull out of this movie because he read go the script. Do... Well, no, because he got Batman and Robin. <laughs> that's way better, bro. This man was almost
1: in Jack Frost, <laughs> and instead. I mean, you can say what you want about Batman and Robert. it's trash, but it's entertaining trash. And you know, just what are we doing, Jack? I can't imagine him. It's a total different movie with, with George
0: Clooney in here. See, but here's like here's how I picture it because I I want to believe that like Clooney and Keaton had to be in something beforehand. Like they had to cross paths somewhere. So the way I picture it in my head is both of them are like sitting around on set between takes on like whatever the fuck they happen to be doing. And Michael Keaton's like, oh, God damn, I got to they want me to do another one of these Batman movies. And Clooney looks at him. He goes, you, I got to do this fucking dead snowman movie. (laughs) And they basically just hand each other cell phone to each other in a, a signal of a trade. Like Keaton's like, you know what? I'll go do that snowman if you take Batman. <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> oh, but yeah, it, I, not, I I was gonna say the movie doesn't work with George Clooney as if the movie
0: works with Keaton, but oh, yeah, like, so, <laughs> I mean we have to look at some of the character traits here of Michael Keaton in this movie. Apparent. So number one. They decide, you know what, we're not going to go play for the big-time record executive. We're going to go spend the holiday with our families. Great. He dies in this car accident and is brought back to life a year later by his son playing a fucking magic harmonica. That's What makes it magic? Nobody has any fucking idea. Well, it was established early on that this, this is
1: his first harmonica he had when he was born or something. He. He went across was, the he street. He the harmonica yes. when his son was born. So and it's, it's magical. Like, he's,
0: he's never had a better harmonica than this.
1: That, that sounds like magic to me, bro. <laughs>
0: and then we get like part like zaning Buddy, the Elf wannabe. Even though Elf comes, you know, in the yes, much later on. So it's like the same vibe after.
1: of the snow fight and everything. Well,
0: yeah, like he does a snowball. He's an expert. Uh, s- snowball fighter He's an expert snowboarder He's an expert sleigh rider He's an expert hockey player Apparently he's teaching his kid How to do all sorts of uh, Fucking toe drags and stuff With a hockey stick That he never had time for While he was fucking alive And could actually do it With the son who looked up to him uh, He uh, he's a, He has that awful fucking earring <laughs> like
1: what bro what it's 98 he had the like, frosted tips come the on frosted bro. frosted
0: tips and this awful and and he and he sings the songs on the soundtrack oh i got to hear this is it all christmas music he, there's like two songs on the soundtrack that he co-wrote and this movie gomez Actually makes money because the soundtrack sold so well, not because of him, but because in 1998, there was a little boy band with a Christmas album and a couple of their songs ended up on this soundtrack. They were called Hanson. That's
1: awesome. I love it.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. what! But you cannot watch this movie with the way this character, Jack Frost, acts. You know, fucking and he'll stop at nothing just to try to get more time with his kid once he's brought back to life and then he just fucking disappears out of nowhere no warning no nothing but like you cannot tell me that by looking and knowing this character for an hour and a half that he is not a potential murderer down the line at some point
1: Bro, he has to deal with a snowman that came to life and then disappear. Like that's that's pretty traumatic. Your dad dies, yeah. comes back as a snowman.
0: Like and and then he comes back, he's a snowman standing in the middle of the street scaring poor Henry Rollins, the hockey coach. <laughs> yes, it is. Henry Rollins. Oh
1: so funny. Oh my goodness. Now, killer frost, I have to say I, you always complain that you watch these horror movies and there's no backstory. Well, I feel we got some backstory to Mr. Killer oh, Frost. Oh, did we ever. So I was so like, here off, we
0: go. <laughs> now, listen, I know when you guys think of me, you, you think of me as the expert on horror movies. <laughs> the Herald of Horror. I, I would say there are very few people in this world whose opinions on horror movies are more anticipated than mine. Would you agree with that? Wait,
1: baited breath,
0: bro. This movie, from eight seconds in, had me hook, line, and sinker. Fucking love it! Yes, because we got one of the worst voiceover narrations (laughs) in the history of any of the arts. There's like a it feels like it's a forty five minute narration that sets up our whole story. And it's like supposed to be, I guess, like a grandfather reading his granddaughter, like a, a story bedtime story of, Jack, yeah. of, of evil killer Jack Frost. Yes, but it's not like a, it's not a girl like responding to the grandfather. It's like obviously like a twenty-seven-year-old man who's trying to speak like an eight-year-old girl. But mommy, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but why didn't they kill the bad man? <laughs> oh man! So right off the bat, I know I'm in for some shit. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh. And then somehow we get this this serial killer Jack Frost, and he's in the transport being taken to his execution. Yes, sir. And his tr- the the truck that he's in collides with another truck that is apparently carrying the cure to end mutant kind. <laughs> There's some evil scientist
1: stuff going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so uh, the guy, the security officer driving the truck gets out to find that Jack Frost is out. Uh, the the door had come open in the crash, and it looks like Jack Frost is going to kill him. But all of a sudden, the valve on the mutation scientist truck pops and just starts hosing this guy down Hose with fucking mutagen.
1: It's crazy. It's a lot of shit coming out. He's melting. It's pretty crazy.
0: He completely melts into the snow, and... He becomes one with the snow. That's it, baby. That's how That's how it usually works, your origin story. And he goes back to the town in which he was arrested because he swore revenge on the sheriff, the local town sheriff, yes. who apparently has never seen a murder before, yet... Caught a serial killer
1: Well it seems like he caught him by mistake right Like it was like some yeah, kind of like bullshit like stop Kind of traffic stop And it yeah. just so happened that this was the crazy Jack Frost killer Oh my And he vowed revenge No matter what You and your town Not just him His town had to suffer too Uh oh Boy did they suffer Joe
0: I mean so first off We gotta t- <laughs> I, I, it's, this 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 movie has so much. Oh. So much. I love it. The first thing, so you got the sheriff, Sam, and he's got his wife and his son, and they have a, a relatively modest house, right? The, you yeah. Know, regular house. Regular in, living folk. In regular old town, yes. USA.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep.
0: And snowman Jack Frost just shows up waiting for his opportunity, because he's got to get back at Sheriff Sam, and what do we got out there is... Uh, Sam's son is out playing in the driveway, playing in the snow and the local bullies come along <laughs> and the bullies are like, you need to get out of the way because we're going to go sledding down here. Meanwhile, I have no idea, number one, why they would booty, bully the sheriff's son like on at his own house. That's what mean people no, do, bro. Number two, why they would need to go sledding. In the guy's driveway, which is flat ground. (laughs) He's got the good shit, You would assume that there is someplace else to go sledding. Nah, it's the best spot, bro. (laughs) And after they push around the kid, Evil Jack Frost gets involved, knocks down the big bully, and then pushes the sled, which decapitates the bully.
1: (laughs) He he deserved it, bro. Bullying, no joke.
0: (laughs) And then to make matters worse or or better depending on what side of the fence you're on the sheriff comes in and now now it's a big hullabaloo because you know this kid just got his head chopped off by a stray sled and the I would think the so. poor kid is like no the snowman did it the fucking snowman did it lock him the up. kid who's died his parents are going Sheriff, your fucking son did this to my boy. He killed my boy, and the sheriff is like, "Now, now, now." I tend to believe my son, and he said he said the snowman did it. So maybe maybe you need to calm down, and we could just talk about this over breakfast tomorrow. Totally reasonable, bro. Like, just and now, like my head is ready to fucking explode watching this. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. the the. the legitimately the sheriff said calm down and we can talk about this tomorrow and this guy's like yo my fucking kid is dead his head got fucking chopped off and you want me to calm down da- like no i will not calm down are you kidding me and then he goes to he goes home and he tries to calm down and he's got his wife and his daughter, who's played by American Pie, Shannon Elizabeth. Yes,
1: it is. <laughs> and
0: the wife is like, oh, honey, why don't we decorate the tree? And he's like, I don't want to decorate the fucking tree, you bitch. They fucking killed our boy.
1: <laughs> oh, when you talk about the movie like this, it, it makes it sound like it's a total, very dramatic, interesting movie. <laughs> like, the, the,
0: you're talking about the mother of the dead son, and, and she's just like, oh, you know what we need is to fucking... Throw some tinsel and garland on that fucking old uh, spruce over there. It's time
1: to move on, bro.
0: It's been four hours. <laughs> the boy's older sister's like, all right, I'm going out. I got to go get laid. And he's like, how can you go get laid right now? Our fucking kid is dead. And she's like, listen, I he, he's my brother and I loved him, but he's gone. And now I need to go get that dick.
1: That's it, bro.
0: I had a date. Come on. What's the
1: difference? Oh, I love it. What an interesting movie when you put it this way. Uh.
0: Now, you know, just like I said, Keaton Jack has, has some special skills. Killer Jack does as well. Like, he can drive a car.
1: Well, he was a man, so I guess he still does all
0: his man stuff just as a snowman, right? Okay, he can melt and reassemble and he can transfer his molecules through water, through vents and door slots, and then reassemble himself on the other side. He does this through like car vents. He'll melt, come through the vents, and then reassemble himself as a snowman in the back seat. It's pretty
1: awesome power, isn't it? Like it's pretty
0: badass. Basically, he do whatever he wants.
1: He shoots icicles. That's very awesome.
0: He puts one through uh, Shannon Elizabeth's boyfriend's head right, and his heart, and really head, just.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shit is beating on the door,
0: <laughs> and uh, I think most notably, he's he's able to fuck people to death. Yes, yeah, there might be a snowman rape scene in here. Um, now, this is a scene that you know it definitely doesn't come off good now, and I have a hard time believing that it would have come off good then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is very true especially with the uh, carrot
0: at the end it's uh, very interesting well, and this is the, if you didn't know any better because the snowman puppet isn't doing anything no ability to move
1: Yeah, so I, it doesn't it, look like a rape scene at first it's no, just it
0: looks like he's shaking her to yes yeah,
1: he's just killing her like choking her or doing something to her
0: but the giveaway is that yes she so she's in the bathtub. Unknowns to her, it's Jack Frost who has is the water in the tub mm-hmm. and he has melted himself and his carrot has come off his nose. And you would say to yourself, But by golly, where did that carrot go? Until you realize that he is not just simply shaking this poor girl to death. He is doing something very, very, very much worse than that. Yes. And uh, it's just one of those things where, like, I'm not exactly Mr. PC, but even I'm going, okay, now this shit is fucked up.
1: No, it's true. Listen, I mean, you know, not that it was a different time then because obviously rape is that, but uh, he's going for something edgy, something shocking. Like I said, you, you don't understand what's happening at first until the final shot. I'm sure that's. Probably been over some people's heads this whole time. Maybe didn't realize what was happening, but uh, it's a very famous scene because it it is starring Shannon Elizabeth, so it's like one of the go-to uh, kills that they they do show in the movie. So I do wonder. It's about
0: probably that. the most notable kill, just because of like how over the top it is. Yes. In comparison to some of the others, uh, to me the my actual favorite kill in the movie is when. Uh, So after he kills the boy, we, we meet like the whole boy's family and the father is a god that nobody else in the family gives a shit. But Jack Frost kills the entire family when he kills the mother. I thought that was like the most creative kill of the bunch because he like starts shoving Christmas ornaments in her mouth and leaves her basically attached to the Christmas tree wrapped in Christmas lights, ornaments hanging from her mouth and the bright star still... Lit up coming out of the top of her head I thought that was terrific
1: Yes the kills aren't uh, They're not so creative I guess the creativity The shock is that it's a snowman doing the killing But for the most part it's not You know normally a slasher movie You oh what's the kill what's the best kill here This It's it's true it's not Nothing too crazy in this movie in that sense Yeah
0: actually the best kill Is not even a kill it's an almost kill Where uh, the sheriff's Son almost kills his dad because he says, hey, dad, I made you some fucking oatmeal for the road. And the dad never gets a chance to eat it. But in a fit of terror, he throws it at Jack Frost, who's in his back seat in his squad car. And it kind of melts his face. And he grabs his son and he says, my boy, what did you put in them oats? And the kid's like, I'm sorry, dad. I just, I just didn't want it to get cold. And he's like, no, son, you got to tell me, what did you put in those oats that... That did this to Jack Frost because now Jack Frost's face, after being thought of as indestructible, his face is starting to melt. And we're getting, like, really bloodied up Jack Frost here. Like, holy shit. Like, my man just took some oatmeal to the face. What's in the the motherfucking kid put goddamn antifreeze in the oatmeal? You get it? Because he doesn't want the food to get cold.
1: What a dumb fucking
0: kid, bro. And no one's upset by this? Like, the father doesn't slap him in the face at that point and said, motherfucker, you tried to kill me. That's the next day, you see, because
1: right now we have to deal with the killer snowman that's in our backseat before I can scold you. But I'm sure, listen, the boy's going to need some psychiatric help after a killer snowman
0: terrorizes town. So don't worry. But the best is, I mean, not the best. I mean, the whole thing is the best, I guess, because everything (laughs) becomes the best. But, like, he grabs the local town crazy, who I assure you is definitely not John Ratzenberger. (laughs) And he's like, yo, go fill up your pickup truck with antifreeze and pull up here in five minutes exactly. And he leads Jack Frost on this chase through what looks like and sounds like an apparent whorehouse. (laughs) I, I mean, from all the from all the noises that are coming out as this man sh- keeps trying to go in and out of all the rooms there, yeah, hey. I, it definitely sounds like a, a, a architecture of ill repute.
1: <laughs> oh man, this is why this is why we, uh, <laughs> this why we have you watch these movies, Joe. You come at I it with different like, viewpoints. It's one.
0: There's so much <laughs> of this movie that just absolutely like bended my mind, and 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 his way to def- so Jack Frost like gets him, and he's like stabbing him with the icicles. He's putting it right through his chest, and somehow like my man looks at his cheap time Timex watch, and he's like, "All right, now's the moment." He pushes Jack Frost. They both go flying out this second story window into the back of the pickup truck that showed up just at the right amount of time filled with antifreeze. Jack Frost begins melting in the antifreeze as this motherfucker basically throttles him by what would be his throat and just keeps pushing him under the antifreeze. Apparently antifreeze is only hurtful towards snowmen. Like if you get it on your face, in your mouth, in your eyes, on your skin, that's no big deal uh, for humans. But for snowmen, it can be quite terrible. The problem is that when they went out the window jack Frost's arm came off when they hit the truck so the little boy picks up the arm he's like hey dad look what i have and of course the arm comes back to life and starts like choking the boy so now sheriff sam has to pick up his son and basically baptize him in fucking antifreeze (laughs) to melt this arm (laughs) off him
1: oh it's the greek kristen and i went to recently (laughs) and once again
0: this boy is getting dunked under the water over and over and over. And Sam the Baptist is like, it looks like he's drowning in the sun. And once again, no harm comes to people. You can drink and get, you could drink all the antifreeze you want. You can get all the antifreeze you want in your eyes and shit. And that will not harm you because I saw a movie about a snowman. And it showed me that antifreeze is only harmful to killer snowmen.
1: That's it. It's used for your car. And for killer snowman, that's it. <laughs> oh man, sounds like you so, had a wonderful time. I love it.
0: <laughs> the biggest difference between the two Jack Frost, obviously, Killer Frost, Killer Jack, can only be hurt by antifreeze. Yes. Um, Keaton Jack can be hurt by sun. He could be hurt by anything. Uh, hot asphalt. He could be hurt. In his heart. His feelings. When his wife doesn't want to (laughs) acknowledge he's real. Uh, Yeah, he's
1: he's got hurt a lot in this movie. (laughs) How many people you think accidentally watched one movie back in the day instead of the other? That had to happen repeatedly.
0: So here's the thing. I was thinking about this. If you would say, like, by 1999... When you walked into a Blockbuster video, they would probably have a display up for, like, holiday movies. Possibly, yeah. And aren't they usually done in alphabetical order? Yes, of course. So, it's more than likely... That both Jack Frost movies are next to each other on the shelf. Yep.
1: I'm sure there was some rearranging accidentally or purposely.
0: 100%. <laughs> I would say, like, probably a larger percentage of people than you even want to realize have rented the wrong movie.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Just remember, though Killer Frost was first. 97, baby.
0: He most certainly, and he got a sequel, so he's the m- more successful Jack Frost.
1: <laughs> yes, we don't really talk about the see, sequel too much. Uh, not so You don't good. see
0: Keaton Jack fucking getting signed to his record contract now that he's dead and getting a sequel?
1: The sequel has him going on vacation, following people to, I don't remember if it's Bahamas, but some tropical location, and... uh I forget, some, I, there's some reason why he doesn't melt, I don't remember, but uh, I remember it being, you know, not so great. Not as much oh, fun man. as this one.
0: <clears throat> I, I, if that's what you want to call it.
1: <laughs> I believe so. It sounded like you had a blast with, with both movies, but more so it seems like Killer Frost was, was your
0: favorite here. Well, I mean, obviously the writing on both was just spectacular. Uh if you if you look at the credits so you have uh the guy who wrote the Keaton Frost also was the screenwriter for some of the real um Marvel classics that we know and love today really like the Ben Affleck Daredevil Ooh. and the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider Oh this guy's killing it <laughs> So he was Meanwhile, the popular boy the, the guy who did the Killer Frost um He gave us Jack Frost (laughs) 2. Yes. And actually, um, Identity with Ray Liotta and John Cusack, which is actually a pretty good movie. That is a good movie. It's a very good movie, yeah. So you're talking about some very talented people here behind the scenes. Yes. (laughs) Listen. I will say that I don't necessarily know that I had a good time, but I definitely had a time.
1: Do you want me to hit some music and we can find out how good a time you Let's had? Let's do it.
0: Are you our man? man? A double main man. Are you our man? man. A triple main man. A man, 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 man. A quadruple main man. Are you our man? Are you our man?
1: All right, Joe, we got two movies to talk about on the main man standings here. Let's start with Keaton Frost.
0: I got to hear what you got to say about this, because I feel like I've just been talking for a half hour.
1: Keaton Frost is terrible, terrible movie. The Killer Frost, while not the best, is enjoyable. The Keaton Frost is not enjoyable. Michael Keaton is not a likable character, as you mentioned the only saving grace is that Michael Keaton is going for it. I don't know if he thought he was going to win a fucking Oscar for this fucking piece of shit or something, but this man was going for it and he brings that energy and you're like, all right, you get into it. But the kids, I don't, not a fan of this kid Uh, who played the mom. Who was the mom? She's somebody. Uh, Kelly
0: Preston, Kelly
1: Preston. She was fine. Uh, the bandmate, like his best buddy, was uh, Robert Baratheon in Game of Thrones. It was good to see him around. But, uh, no, this is not a good movie. Uh, the snowman is creepy. I will say the Killer Frost snowman is meant to look scary. This one is not, but it's just, it does, is this off-putting thing where it's like, a snowman should look a little better than this. It's a little too spooky. So, no, I did not enjoy Keaton Frost. Keaton Frost gets a a two on my main man standings here, Joe
0: Wow, um, I agree with a lot that you said, however,
1: you enjoyed it,
0: okay. <laughs> I am still not convinced that this is not the real horror movie. <laughs> I think, yes, he's Michael Keaton in this is not exactly likable, but I don't think he's supposed to be because sure, yes, yeah. so he's supposed
1: to learn. He and, is supposed yes. to
0: be a murderous monster down the line <laughs> at some point.
1: So is this the true origin story of Jack? So
0: I, I think maybe this is what sets him off to become a serial killer who will eventually be mutated by all the... Uh, what Senator Kelly would call the cure. Um, <laughs> I am going to give this a double and a half main man.
1: All right. A little more than me. You enjoyed it a little more. I'm not too crazy.
0: I mean, this is so this movie comes out in like the Keaton slump.
1: Yes. Right before it so kind of disappears. Like Post-Batman,
0: yeah. post-Beetlejuice. At one point, it feels like he's doing the Beetlejuice voice, which is like, whoa, what is happening here? <laughs> um, but like you said, my man is going for it, and it's, like, pretty bad, but, like, I'm here for it. I get it. Like I am I get it. <laughs> it's like the way Nicolas Cage is, like, oddly appealing yes. in certain ways. I get like it. Like, when he's just, like... You want the crazy so, yeah, Cage, yes. I, I, like, I don't know what it is, but, like... Okay Michael Keaton You you got me Double and a half main man
1: Now Killer Frost is a movie That many people Would also consider terrible maybe But this one I feel Was a lot more enjoyable Because it's having fun The characters are going for it Because like I said They're in a real movie And it just so happens This real movie has a fucking Killer Snowman in it Like they're trying their best And it's enjoyable this movie would get a three on my main standings.
0: Um, Wow, that's a pretty high bar to set. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what I expected when I turned on this movie. I know I was dreading it. I was absolutely dreading having to watch this movie. But I said, you know what? The people... Expect me to do this for them, and I'll be damned if I let them down for even one second. This, I expected to have a movie, and I didn't get that here. Um, I got some of the worst kills, the worst, like... So, I guess, like, he's trying to be this combination of, like, Chucky and Freddy Krueger. Yeah, hey, like his, Yeah, and... <clears throat> But, like, none of it's funny. Like, at one point, he gets hit by a truck, and as he goes flying through the air, he just goes, I can see your house from up here. <laughs> it's <silly. laughs> And I... But for some reason, I couldn't turn away. And I just kept watching, and the absurdity of it all. Yes. Like, the, the, the boy has his head chopped off by a sled, and the sheriff says to the poor boy's father... Nah, man, just, like, take it easy and we'll talk tomorrow. The man's wife says, oh, you know what we need to do, honey? Let's put up some Christmas ornaments, you know, instead of thinking about our freshly dead son. Yeah, bro, take your mind off it. (laughs) And I was like, this this is a triple main man, three stars. That's right, baby. I love it. I don't... I, there, there's nothing about this movie that I, I want to say I liked, but there's enough that I was completely flabbergasted by to make me want to keep watching it.
1: The absurdity of it all just really, it works for it, bro. It really works. Oh, I'm so happy. Wow. Week one of Slaying and Slaying is a great success, Joe. Look at this.
0: If that's what you're calling a great success, I am absolutely terrified of the weeks to come.
1: You gave Jack Frost a three. Who would have saw that coming? That is a success. Uh. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Uh, What do we got happening next week? Next
1: week, our theme is wrestlers who are Santa. So we're going to be watching (laughs) Santa with Muscles. And oh that stars Hulk Hogan, and and then we're gonna watch Santa's Sleigh, starring Bill Goldberg. Oh boy, baby, let me see a real.
0: I've uh, I've never seen either of these as
1: well. So Santa with muscles is available on Tubi, and Santa's Sleigh is available on Peacock. If you want to join along with us, I cannot wait. I don't think I've seen Santa with muscles. Santa's Slay is uh is something that gets watched. There's some uh that has some fun kills. We'll be talking about kills next week for sure. My goodness. Uh, Joe, we have been going on and on and on. It's about time to wrap this bad boy up. Hit it with that big finish. It is now time for the big finish. right joe it's time for the big finish here like i said this was prepared before you gave me all that news about figures so this is gonna be fun today's big finish top three wwf ljn figures
0: oh man
1: here we go I did not have a lot of these figures, I had about three or four of them, so those three or four would be the ones I mentioned, but, so uh, who
0: are those three and four?
1: I had Junkyard Dog, I had Big John Stud, and I had Macho Man, and I think I had a Hogan. Uh, that's it, so those are my guys, I know this is a big thing, you guys love these figures, you go crazy collecting these, what are your three here Joe?
0: Well, I was a big LJN kid. I was in the LJN age group. Sure. So whereas a lot of people are more Hasbro. Yes, of course. um, Especially from what I deal with with the major pod guys. Yeah. I was an LJN guy. One of my favorite ones was Harley Race just because it looks so different. And I understand. I get it. He's he's wearing more of a cape than a robe. Yeah. But like, listen, when I was six years old, I didn't give a shit. It was fucking awesome. Number two, Coco, beware. (laughs) He was so colorful. That's true. So great, and he came with a fucking bird. Like deal, sign me the fuck up. Number three, Bam, Bam, Bigelow. Oh, that's cool. That figure I thought was so cool. The flames on his outfit the tattoos on his head they just looked he was a fucking badass and I absolutely love that Bam Bam Bigelow figure and I'll never forget getting it at a toy store on Jamaica Avenue in Queens called Jason's and it wasn't a store I got to go to often I don't even know why we were up there it was kind of out of the way for my mom to take me but that day I got Bam Bam Bigelow and I remember picking it off the shelf and being like now this is fucking cool
1: <laughs> Love it! Oh,
0: that was an easy one this week, Joe. Look at that. Ah, and a, and a lot of fun. I can talk about that shit forever, obviously.
1: Yes. All right. So we are out of time on this episode of the Card Joe Podcast. We'll be back next week With more slaying and slaying. We'll also uh, Hawkeye. Another episode of Hawkeye to talk about. We have. We'll start our Matrix rewatch. We'll watch the first Matrix. For you fine folks And I have a story I went to a concert last night But we're going to save that for next week Because it's going to lead into other conversation Oh boy Yes So it was a good time So we got lots to talk about next week Before we do that Joe Hit him with them
0: plugs Well first off Once again Hope you guys had a great holiday Thank you guys for subscribing Keep that up Follow along at all the social media At Car Jomez Get into our messages. Let us hear what you think about Slaying and slang. Let us hear what you think about these Jack Frost movies that were fantastic. So so good. Um, like I said, everything on card at Card Jomez, and then don't forget about my YouTube. Two new videos since the last time we spoke. Oh yes. The first a unboxing of some Funko Soda figures. I got the uh, two Prince Adams and a Captain Carter, and I'm on the hunt trying to get one of them Chase figures. And also the second is another Coffee Creamer review of Coffee Mate's Pumpkin Spice. So go check that out. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave some likes. Leave some comments on the videos. Tell me what you think. Otherwise, you can find me on all my social media at the Joe Shoes. And you can come see me on December 9th in Hicksville, New York at the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Toy Drive. You get a meet and greet with Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling, All Ego Ethan Page, Chris Statlander, Max Caster, Colt Cabana, Stang, and Captain Shoes. If you donate two toys, if you donate ten toys, you get an exclusive print with everyone on it to get signed and take photos. It'll be a good time. So come see me at that.
1: Yes, I think I'm going to stop by for that. Kelly has work, so I think I'll uh, swing by and uh, donate some toys.
0: Ah, I'd love to hear it. Make sure you bring at least two for admission. Otherwise, they don't let you in the door. Oh,
1: my goodness. Two sealed toys coming right up. No problem. Two
0: sealed wrestling toys. Oh, they got to be
1: wrestler toys. Okay, all right. Uh, yes. I was going to
0: a. It is a wrestling event. So two sealed wrestling toys or ten to get the free exclusive print that everyone is on and will sign for you.
1: All right. Uh, you can follow me on social media Instagram and Twitter the gomez 154
0: otherwise another great episode in the books thank you very much until next time friends peace one, two, one.